It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, however you're taking us in. We appreciate it. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house. Uh, still to come this hour, Adam Burke on College Hoops. And a little uh, baseball, but primarily college hoops with uh, Adam Burke. In is he in studio? He's in studio, right? Yeah, yeah, a little, uh, little in studio from Adam Burke. And then Kelly and I with our uh, college basketball conference tourney pick'em contest. Oh, it's going to be contentious, mano a mano. Watch out, me versus Kelly, uh, with the prize going to the crew. Whoever loses pays for a future ticket for the crew, which That's is right. nice. Of, yeah. their, of their choosing, whichever well, team. We, we, we highlighted Isaiah Von Brinkle earlier, but uh, Wyatt Tomchek, part of the crew as well. What other crew members yeah, would you like Liz to highlight? Liz Foster, Matt Hicks, Ryan Pineda, who yeah. built all our Academy Awards graphics. Of course, our two great audio guys that we need both every day. One on the ones, one on the twos. Yeah. Kevin Trask and Sean McCollum. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, great people have put great work into this show. Absolutely. Thanks for the Oscars music, by the way. And, and on these way out the door, Brian Ortega said, hey, by the way, if they're wondering why I didn't talk about best supporting actor he said don't bet it because the uh the prohibitive favorite will win uh everything about, everything everywhere all at once that actor minus five thousand you, you don't want to say his name k k hugh uh hugh kwan i believe is how you pronounce it yeah i, I might be wrong i'm sure um, i'm sure you got it perfect yeah i'm sure i did um, <laughs> just perfection um so yeah don't bet it. but those are three the, the fact that we have three major categories that are super bettable 
is definitely a rarity. So uh, good luck to everybody at the 95th Academy Awards on Sunday. Real quick before we get to JVT, we get tweets at Beatty the Book. This is from Mark Geiger. Oh, no. Price Horse. Is there a ch- He says, chance of rain today, raining in the L.A. area right now. I'm headed to Indian Wells. Am I going to get rained out? Well, I don't know. It was cloudy when we were driving in here. I, it was. I was surprised by that. I, I know Vegas is not L.A., but. It, it, uh, this just in. <laughs> Breaking. Tom Hutchins. Please list the picks for tennis. I was driving, and I, it flew past. A million-dollar Bob. A million-dollar Rob. Pardon me. Unreal. My phone died, and I missed the tennis picks. Can you repeat them? Yes, we can. Uh, our second two and one in a row yesterday. Uh, we have six today. My goodness, what has happened to me? I like way too much. Like Diego Schwartzman at plus 240 against Casper Rude. I think that as bad as Schwartzman has been playing early part of this season, he shows up today. Roberto Bautista Agut at minus 147 is the only favorite on the board that I'm playing. He's taking on Emil Rusevori. Don't play that higher than minus 155, though. Anna Kalinskaya on the ladies' side, plus 146 against Pliskova. I like this surface for Kalinskaya. This should be closer to a pick'em. Linda Fruvertova I have as a pick'em at plus uh, 123 in her match. Um, I like her there at that number. Shelby Rogers has taken on Maria Sakari. She, uh, I don't really do head-to-heads that much, but she she owns Sakari, and her numbers are spectacular. In 2023, I like Rogers at plus, one, uh, plus 131. And then Lesia Tsarenko, whose numbers are sneaky good, especially on the return of service, plus 133. It gets Donna Vekic, who's coming off winning a tournament, and I think Tsarenko has the goods to uh, counter Vekic's serve. So six plays in tennis. Uh, we will read more of your tweets here after the break, but JVT is kind enough to join us. Jonathan Von Tobel, who's our senior NBA analyst, and of course the host of Hardwood Handicappers, and he even allows Kelly Bidlin to co-host that podcast from time to time. Weekly, right, Kelly? You're on with uh, JVT? Man, we're doing that pod three days a week now. Three days. You're on three yeah. days a week with JVT. Hardwood Handicappers, wherever a podcast are distributed, vcin.com slash podcast. For the basketball pod and JVT, kind enough to join us. How you doing, John? I'm good, although Kelly is getting a little uppity. He dropped the other day that he would like his name on the imaging um, when it comes to the graphic, and I was like, I don't know about that one, buddy. Bro, it, it sort of seeps in here, too. It's like, I got to earn that for six, Kelly's, seven months. Kelly's getting closer and closer. Look at that. I feel your pain, John. By the way, I keep, I keep calling John JVT. It's Jonathan Von Tobel. Let's give him a proper uh, introduction, for God's sake. So KD out two to three weeks if you listen to Woj. But if you listen to the Suns, he's going to be reevaluated at that point. I'm going to go with what the Suns said. Um, and so that kind of shoots a torpedo into the regular season, at least, you know, at least half of the remainder of the regular season. And so... The Kings at whatever number they're getting reposted at to win the mm-hmm. Pacific, what would you play them at, or would you steer clear of now a oh, it's minus one sixty now? Ooh, would you yeah. play that? That's too much, it's, right? It's it's gotten a little too high. So yesterday, when it actually first got reposted, it was at minus one twenty five, and that was right before their game with the New York Knicks, and that was, of course, I thought a playable number at about minus one twenty five. Now that we're up in this range of minus one sixty, uh, it's not. So I think that's something that it, the, the ship has sailed, if you will. So at least when it comes to the Pacific Division, the Kings. And here's the thing: I mean, it, to be perfectly honest, for anybody who wanted to get in, that number was playable for the last few weeks, right? Like that—that that was when the Suns went up to minus one seventy-five to win the division when KD got there, all the way through up until this got to minus one sixty. 
there was value on Sacramento because the market was really undervaluing a three-game lead yes. with about 20 games left to go. So uh, I would say now, you know, there was plenty of chances to get in on this, and now that that ship has sailed because they are, uh, I think, accurately priced, maybe even a little bit too high. Don't rub it in, John. It was so playable that I was like, I should make this bet. But you know what? I got cute yep. with it. I'm like, oh, the Kings play the Knicks. They play the Suns. They play the Bucks. I'm going to wait. And then KD gets hurt, and that's the end of that. That's how it works out. By the way, let me just ask the, the other side of this. Are the Suns at plus 150 a bet that you might advocate? Because immediately when we say KD's out, the the brain goes to, well, they're not going to play well. Well, do we know that? I mean, the, the NBA, and this is the alchemy of the NBA, is filled with what Bill Simmons used to call it the Ewing theory, right? That uh, there's an optimal efficiency to five guys on the court when your star player if we can call him that for his brief tenure with the Suns, uh, goes out on a short-term basis, you might be able to overcome that. And the Kings' schedule is tough, as is the well, Suns. I, I would agree with that. And look, so let's let's just go back to because your your over your first point is the most important one. KD has played. What are we talking about now? Three, four games for, for the Phoenix Suns. Yes, it's like this is not the, the loss that I think a lot of people expect it to be. And remember, in about the 14, 15 games prior to Kevin Durant joining, the Suns were playing really good basketball. And I'll take you to the lineups that they were throwing out there without Kevin Durant. Their starting lineup before Durant joined the team. So it's Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Josh Kogi, Terry Craig, and DeAndre Ayton. They were plus 9.6 per 100 possessions. That, that was a really good starting lineup. That is a group that is played together. That is the group that was broken up to then bring in Kevin Durant into the fold. So they're just going to go right back to a, a really good starting lineup that had been scoring about 122.8 points per 100 possessions. You know, the defense, it's average, but their offense was really good with that group out there. So I would not sleep on Phoenix in any way, shape, or form. If anybody thinks for some reason that this team, you know, is going to start to take a step back, no, they're just going to revert to form, and it's going to be a team that I think is a little bit more geared toward these unders uh, as opposed to some of the overs. The pace is going to slow down a little bit here for the most part, but I think this is still, and the numbers back that up, an elite group, especially on offense, that it's going to be perfectly fine going forward because they played about 14 games together before KD got there. So the other part of this then is, and, and, and hearing everything you're saying, because I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think it needs to be stated. But let's say KD then, your, your regular season thoughts aside, let's say he comes back, you know, before the first round or maybe let's say even after. Let's just play this hypothetical. From a playoffs perspective, is that problematic? Because, sure, they might be able to get through a first round, maybe. But, like, can he just show up? It's one thing to show up and look good first few games and you're playing all kinds of teams in the NBA. But when you get to the stiffer competition in a playoff setting – Will they be able to just gel and go deep into the postseason and be a championship contender, in your opinion? I would lean toward no, and it's why I thought, you know, look, the market always kind of freaks out when teams get players like a Kevin Durant, and it's rare that it happens, but you're always going to overvalue, you're going to protect against the bets that are likely to come in here. But, like, to your point, when you're talking about, like, from a basketball perspective, right, we've seen a little game plan emerge from some teams. And keep in mind, they haven't really played great teams up to this point. But, you know, you saw Dallas a little bit go, you know what? You and Devin Booker do what you want. We are just going to make sure these other guys don't really help you out. We're going to play off the Josh Kogis, and we're going to double in here whenever DeAndre Aiden rolls to the basket. We're going to make sure these guys around you who don't really have elite scoring prowess. That includes Chris Paul, by the way. 
are not going to do anything. And if you two can combine for 96 points every single night, that's going to be fine. But that's not a sustainable form of basketball. So now, right, Gil, when you're talking about maybe getting back into this thing right at the start of the postseason, and who knows what your first-round matchup's going to be, but it could be a pretty tough out against like a Los Angeles Clippers type, or maybe it's a Golden State Warriors, whatever it's going to be. Like that's Those are teams that I think are equipped to handle what the Phoenix Suns bring to the table. And that's not even factoring in what we're talking about, right? Gelling with Kevin Durant, whoever that's going to be. So I would, I would think, look, uh, Kelly put this really well on the podcast. The, the exciting thing about the Phoenix Suns is that what they're going to do next year. We have another round of transactions to add to this team. This year, especially with the Kevin Durant news, I, I, I doubt their ability to really put forth consecutive series. Can they win one when you have elite talent like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant? Absolutely. But I, I think once you get to some of these more stout defensive teams, that's going to be a little bit of a problem for them. All right, real quick, because I want to get to your picks or any thoughts on today's six-game slate. But uh, best award market bet that currently exists in the NBA is? I mean, I think you're probably going toward, okay, let's do this. Um, as long as Mike Brown continues to remain relatively odds-on cheap price, it's I, amazing. I think that is Right. Like, yes. I think that this is something that that is really the market hasn't accounted for. The narrative is incredible. It's a 16 year playoff drought that he's about to end for this team. They're the second seed in the Western Conference. He's going to win that thing going away. So I would say that's at the top of the list for sure. I think that is a perfect answer to that question. All right. What do you like tonight? Uh, for, I did bet the Philadelphia 76ers Portland Trailblazers game over the total. I think we're up to like 232 consensus right now. Uh, I bet over 231, 231 and a half. And I think when you're looking at this, there's a couple of things that work in the favor of get this thing going over. Tyrus Maxey's back in the starting lineup. And in the five games since he's been back in the starting lineup, an offensive rating of 132 for the Philadelphia 76ers, their pace has gone up, but their defense has gotten worse. And now you get you know, the Portland Trailblazers, Damian Lillard, who's averaging 37 points per game since the middle of January with Anthony Simons potentially on his way back and a terrible defensive team. I think the market's getting this right and bet this thing uh, over. So that was the uh, the play so far right now. Portland Trailblazers, 76ers over the total. Over the total, 232 is what we're showing right here. And then uh, on your way out here, JVT, the Sixers, we, I just never bring them up because I don't take them seriously. Do you take them seriously as a title contender? I, to a certain extent, like we'll put it this way. If everything hits for them, and that's a big ask, their their best game Gill can beat any, I think, any team on any given night. We saw that against Milwaukee. The question is, is that going to happen frequently? Four out of seven times in a playoff yep. series. Yeah, that's the question. John, great to talk to you. Good to see you. Enjoy. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, guys. Good to be back. Jonathan Von Tobel at me, JVT, on the old Twitter machine. Kelly Bidlin and I with the old conference tourney pick'em contest. And we got to play this Kyrie video. Kyrie's got stuff to say about sports bettors. That's on the other side. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. That's the current betting splits data. Bets. My goodness. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. It's like you're doing another job over there, Kevin. It's, like it's almost like that, yeah. It's almost like you got work to do. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, Director Isaiah. I have to yell things into a My microphone. My primary function of yelling splitting bets is to come and I must <laughs> leave you. I've also, I've also, I haven't heard this from anybody else, but I've decided that over the past couple weeks, it's turning more into me just yelling nonsense. Like, it's not even clear words what I'm yelling. <laughs> it's just like, my bad, my bad. It's my bad. That's great. Love that. You should. You should just work that in. See if anybody it's, notices. It's barely, you can barely make out what I'm saying. 
All right. Uh, before we get to our uh, pick'em contest, our, our heated pick'em contest for conference tourneys, the remaining conference tourneys of college basketball, and there are a bunch. Uh, we got picks to come with the uh, crew being the beneficiary. Kyrie Irving had some stuff to say. He decided to do it on Twitch, by the yeah. way, Kelly. He's like, hey, let me do this on Twitch. Uh, the first of which has to do with, uh, you know, people saying that he's a cancer in the locker room. Here's what Kyrie had to say. You would think that I'm the cancer in the locker room as if basketball is an individual sport that one person is supposed to take blame for. It's 15 guys on the team, and I'm, and I'm the one cancer in the room. That's what it's portrayed as. That's what that's what you guys get. That's that's what they have fun doing. That's what why why these older, bitter gentlemen and women keep my name in their mouths every day. Older, bitter gentlemen and that's women. Us. <laughs> I resemble those remarks, Kyrie. By the <laughs> way, what is he wearing? Uh, it looks like it looks like a super. I mean, okay, there's there's a lot to break down with that. Yes. Okay, well, as I watch this, yeah, yes, it looks like he's got a. I don't know, like a really comfy-looking uh, jacket or something. I say you could take this without the audio. Uh, Very cozy. Yeah, yeah, I don't, like a, a little comfy little sweatshirt he's got going on there. And then if you watch this video, there's smoke that billows past him ve- m- several times. Billows. Yeah, he billows. I believe I'm using that word correctly. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know if Kyrie's having a nice fireside chat <laughs> on Twitch. If, you know, maybe we got some late night we're, uh, we're puffing on. I don't know. You know, maybe, uh, who knows? I don't know. But you'll notice that throughout these videos. <laughs> Billows. That was thought, that, was thought that Brian Billows was an arrogant coach when he coached the Ravens to the championship. I, there's just things that he says during this video where it's like, <laughs> he, like he, what is he? He's acting like we should treat every NBA player the same that's in a locker room. Like, if we know NBA players, stars, don't think that way. Like, much less the rest of us. What is he talking about? Here's what I really wanted to get to. Kyrie Irving had something to say about sports betters as part of this Twitch rant, and it went a little something like this. You know, gambling and sports betting has completely taken the purity away from, and the fun away from the game at times. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. So, like, work is work, but the support around it um, can be very distracting. You know what I mean? There's a difference between being a diehard fan and supporting your team and loving your team versus somebody that's betting on a parlay. Two things. One, he knows what a parlay is. That's the first thing. Good on you there, uh, Kyrie. Don't bet parlays, Kyrie. Um, the other thing is he's not completely wrong, right? So okay. there, is, there is a segment. There is a cross-section of the sports betting world that we, uh, we exist in that is Meshuggah, right? And that they literally – like I, you can imagine if they're sliding into his DMs and just murdering him for every bad performance, every loss or whatever, if they lose bets, why wouldn't Kyrie feel that way about – like he, he will yes. extrapolate, right? He, yes. won't, he wouldn't know that there's actual shows that are a little more intelligent than that. He would view them as representative of all sports bettors. And from that perspective, you should never generalize, but if he is generalizing from that, I kind of get why he would because those people are out of their gourd. So I thought the same thing, but when I was thinking about that, I was like, you would think he this would have hit him by now, but I guess this is where I think the NFL players have a mental step ahead from almost every other athlete right now mm-hmm. because 
We've been hearing them complain about the fantasy football side of it for like over a decade now, right? right. Of like, don't come at me about your fantasy team. I don't care point. about your fantasy team. Or some people lean into it and kind of embrace it. R- right, exactly. Yeah. But we're like, yes, is fantasy ba- is fantasy basketball big? Sure, but not nearly as big as fantasy football. No. I so think- there's not people getting in his DMs about what how they screwed up his he screwed up their fantasy team the night before as much. It's a good point. It's a good point, and I also relate that to, to to buttress your point. It's also like, remember when Woj, your boy, mm-hmm. you remember when Woj immediately, like, some something happened. I can't remember what the incident was. But instead, like, Woj has never blamed, like, bad fan behavior on drinking, excessive drinking once in his life. But as soon as he had an opportunity, he was like, ah, oh, it's the sports betters out there. So you're right. These basketball people probably are, are the least uh, educated on the subject, and, right. and jump to conclusions quicker than I, others. I just think there's a lot of these. I think there's a lot of athletes that, yeah. look, it, it, is, it, it, is it the bad side of it, a part of the bad side of it, Gil? Absolutely. But there's a lot of these athletes that are going to have to get used to this. Like that was, remember Jordan Spieth like a few weeks ago with the, the guys talking about bets on the green? He had to go over, I think it was in Hawaii, he had to go over to two guys, he literally caught him on, they caught him on camera saying this, and he was like, guys, he's like, he's like, I don't have a problem with you guys betting, but can you not talk about it, like, while I'm trying to putt? Like, it was, I, I just, it's something that these athletes are going to have to get used to, I'd hate to put it like yeah, that. Like, I, I get it on the one hand, because if he has people in his DMs that are killing him, I get it, but yeah, they get, it's time right. to say, you're going to have to sort of get on the learning curve a little bit. Ready to do this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Conference tourney pick them. Do we have a fancy intro? No, no, fancy intro. We got fancy graphics. Oh, fancy graphics. I like fancy graphics. All right. Uh, how do you want to do this? You want to call out the conference, and I'll give you my pick. What do you want to do? <laughs> I got a, well, we got side by sides. We could just run through and see where we differ. I should have really come to rehearsal. This is a this is a, a great tweet from Nemesis Enforcer of Kyrie rocking the quote Cookie Monster fleece. Is what, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Can that's I get, you go to the store today? But can I get the uh, Kyrie Cookie Monster fleece? <laughs> Whoa, what, sir? You heard me. All right. Uh, we'll start with the uh, American. What are we doing here? We're doing yeah, we the American. Alphabetically. Oh, okay. American. Uh, the American. We both went with Houston. I thought to. Th- I thought for a second to go Memphis, but I didn't want to get cute. I went Houston. We both <laughs> went Houston. Uh, the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference. We both went Duke. Duke playing very well. Now, did you have the benefit of seeing mine, and then you would just like. No, 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 no. Parlay? No, no, okay, no. Right. I did not. America. You, you sent them to me when I was dead asleep last night. I made sure to send mine in before I read your read yours. I like it. All right, America East. This is the one that is. Uh, it's the first one the Sunday morning of Selection Sunday. Uh, we both went with the Vermont Catamounts. This, this is one where like I had yeah. to. I had to. It, it took me way too long to even figure out who was playing in this oh, conference. No, this, <laughs> this is always in their little gym on Sunday morning. It's the first game they always win. Uh, Atlantic Ten. We Atlantic Ten. We both went with VCU. VCU of the remaining four teams. Oh, I thought I was. I was zagging here. We're, no, they're the best Ken Palm team of the bunch left. So of uh, the semis. So we both ended up going VCU. Now, the Big 12, we did straight. You went Texas. Nothing wrong with that pick. I went Kansas. They're going to win one for Bill Self, who will not be present for the Jayhawks throughout the rest of this tournament. Okay. We both went UConn or the Big East. Now, that's surprising. I would imagine we would have picked different teams there. Yeah, me me too, because I don't know. I, I feel like... I really feel like, Gil, I've seen more Big East basketball than any other conference this year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every single one of those teams remaining could win this, could win that thing, actually. Oh, I see one coming up. That's super embarrassing for me. All right, Big Ten. You went Purdue. You went with the chalk, Zach Eady and I Purdue. I went chalky, yep. I went with Boo Booey and Northwestern. Let's go. 
<laughs> there we go. Let's go, Northwestern. Let's get this done. Big West, which is right out here at the uh, Dollar Loan Center Arena here in Henderson. I also learned that while put, putting my picks in. Home of Ben Wilson. <laughs> it is. It's the, the house that Ben Wilson built. The house that Ben Wilson built. This is why it's embarrassing. I went with UC Irvine, who is, I believe, the number one seed in that tournament and also the best Ken Palm team in that tournament. My buddy is the AD at Riverside. <laughs> and you went with Riverside. I am... Oh no! I hope I have Wes isn't listening. Yeah, this is uh, one. Uh, yeah, you should be de- you should be treading very carefully. Hopefully, you are not following any of mine from a betting standpoint. Because, oh man, especially this one, Gil. This could have been pick a cow team out of a hat. Conference USA. Uh, we both went with Florida Atlantic. Hoot, hoot. Uh, one of the three-man weavers told us that they are pretty live oh, into March Madness. Matt Cox and I had a long conversation about FAU did you? yesterday, actually. Oh, did, yeah. you, did you lean on Matt Cox for some of your picks? We, we, no, we started texting, though. I didn't realize he, he had been to multiple of their games. Ivy League, we both went with Yale. The Ivy League uh, semis is tomorrow. They're the last conference to start. By the way, Yale has won three of the last five Ivy League tournament, uh, regular season titles and two of their, I think, the last two tournaments. Um, Metro Atlantic, Iona, Rick, the fighting Rick Patinos of Iona, the Iona Gales. We both went Iona. The MAC, I had no real idea. I went Toledo. You went Kent State. Mm-hmm. The MEAC, the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. I went with Howard University, D.C. zone. Nothing like a great afternoon on the quad at Howard. You instead went NC Central. How dare you? Mountain West, I went with uh, Tyson uh, Hart and the uh, Boise State Broncos. You went San Diego went State. Went chalk again. Yeah, Boise State just getting by UNLV last night. Pac-12, I went UCLA despite the uh, Jalen Clark absence. You went Arizona. We both went Bama in the SEC. We both went Grambling in the SWAC. Obviously. And I went Sam Houston State, thanks to Peter Keating uh, in the WAC. You went Utah Valley. Let's see how it goes. Coming back with our NFL Draft Thoughts next. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from the beautiful South Point Hotel Casino on the tip of the strip. We'll give the South Point enough enough love on each show, Kelly. It's really true. It's two things we don't do. No. We don't yeah. we don't say how lovely the South Point is. Is lovely the right word? Uh, and then we I think it's it's lovely. It's clean. Yeah, it, it's clean, which is maybe one of my favorite things about the South Point because yes. there are there's some other casinos in this town that you could go to that you know off the strip that uh, not exactly the cleanest place. All you can eat popcorn. There's all kinds of things here at the <laughs> South Point. It's amazing. Uh, the other thing we don't ever do, because we, we talk about, oh, I promote the Beating the Book podcast, the latest of which is uh, the Indian Wells pod that I did with Drew Dinsick. Uh, Kelly, of course, does Hardwood Handicappers. And, of course, Long Shots, which he does with uh, Matt Brown and Wes Reynolds. But we never say a numbers game podcast. Mm-hmm. A numbers game podcast is available every day of the week as well, Monday through Friday. In case you miss anything from the show, you can check out a numbers game podcast. Every show has its own podcast as well. Um, so check it out. We get tweets at beating the book, vcent.com slash podcast, by the way, for all of those. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book. Um, let's see, uh, PAW, Rogers, Fruver Tover, Colin Skaya. Who was the fourth? There were six total. We'll put them on the uh, picks page. We'll post them up. They again. should be up there now. Yeah. J Rod 55 CCM. This is not our J Rod, but another J Rod. He said, uh, but if you played Dr. Bob's picks yesterday in a straight 14 money line parlay, he was 4 and 0. Just it is true. Yeah. I mean, that's not something we often re- recommend, but that's. Some people take his picks and do that. Right. That's how tight all those were. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Godfather702 just missed the six. Based on the Ken Palm rankings, will you please post them on the Twitter machine? It's actually eight now. Yeah. Why? Well, it's it, already working on it. He's already working on it. Okay. 
Jason H11, come on, man. Talking to you, Kelly, says it's Tuchus push. Thanks, Gil, for setting him straight. I know. These people want to say Tush push because it rhymes. No, you know, no, you know what? There's, there's actually so many good names for it. I've got, I get confused now. Because I like the two-cheek sneak, too. Like, that's a, two that's a, like, that's a funny <laughs> one. Like, that's good. Jason H11 also adds, uh, thanks for the tennis picks. Good luck to you. I'll be following. Quick question. What's the name of that sushi place again? <laughs> yes. Jeff. Keep doing it, guys. Every tweet you said did. That at the oh, end. Oh, every tweet? <laughs> every tweet. That's not going to get old. <laughs> uh, Jeff at... Uh, Say the restaurant, man. <laughs> it Fiesta. <laughs> the power's in your hands, Gil. Uh, can confirm it is raining in L.A. currently, but it's a light drizzle. Clear skies tomorrow. Have fun at Indian Wells. Thank you. I there we go. Uh, cannot wait. Todd Bubba Horwitz uh, was doing a TV hit, and I come back to a bar mitzvah buffet of tennis picks. Thanks, Gil. Enjoy Indian Wells. There's your nemesis enforcer, Kyrie, <laughs> rocking the cookie monster fleece. That's great. Uh, yes, Phil Weiss, you are correct. At least he didn't blame them this time. You're right. Kiss the degenerate. Not a big fan generally, but uh, Kyrie does have a point about sports gamblers. Kind of makes me worry if the athletes are affected by weirdo amateur sports gamblers. I, I think that point does need to be made. Yes, they got to get on the learning curve, but I totally get it. I totally get it. I yeah. totally get it, too. But do, do you agree with me that the NFL yes. players might be, like, a step ahead of this? Yes. Like, I don't think they're going to be as affected by all this because they've been dealing with the fantasy stuff for mm-hmm. years. The Woj thing drove that home for me, where he's like, ah, these gamblers. I'm like, okay, Woj. Yeah. Relax. Uh, Corbin. I'm going to Ron Burgundy this. I guess you could say Kyrie's under a cloud of smoke. Stop being so dramatic. Play basketball. Just win if people forget. <laughs> right, he's only won when LeBron carried him, so that won't happen. Amazing player off-court ruins any legacy. Will it ruin his legacy, do you think? I mean, he's amazing. He's so talented. But oh, man. it's tough to get past because the off-court stuff has caused him to be a, ready for this, peripatetic basketball player. Like, we'll he's all to, over the place. We'll have to hit the dictionary.com for that one afterward. Well, well, he's, English he's, major from Florida State. Yeah. <laughs> Knowles, baby. No, he, he just, he, what it means is he's just well-traveled. Like, he plays, I mean, a guy like that, right, and it's this day and age, guys like Katie and Kyrie, you would think with that level of talent, like, why would they go from team to team? Like, who would let them go? But they're, in Kyrie's case, he's such an issue. So. I, I don't know about that. This is super sports talky, Gil, but as of right now, if Kyrie Irving were to retire at the end of this season, Yes, I think he's more remembered for what he did off court than what he did on the court. Grandmaster Stash. Gil, Kyrie is right about better sliding into his DMs. Every thinking person knows that pro athletes reserve them strictly for hookups and other things. He said other things. I, I added other things. So there's that. Uh, okay. NFL draft. Yeah, sure. We love it. Let's take a look again. Live looking odds to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. And these have moved again. Bryce Young still remains the favorite. Minus 165. But the Anthony Richardson uh, hype machine has uh, faded a little bit. Thank you, Lord. C.J. Stroud back to... Oh, C.J. Stroud is plus 210 now. Yes, sir. Bro, I'm convinced he's going to be the first pick of the draft. Let's I am go. convinced. Bet him at plus 682. Bet him last uh, or a few days ago again at plus 340. I did bet him at plus 350. Uh, bricks and mortar over at Silverton here at the uh, Caesar shop. They spun me in real time. I'll repeat it again. Here's how the transaction went. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you guys. It was plus 350 when you put it in. It's plus 340 now. He goes, do you want it or not? That was his response to me. And, you know, just hearkening back to what I said a few minutes ago, South Point 
way better than yes. Silverton. So CJ Stroud now plus two ten. Anthony Richardson plus four fifty. Yeah. He's not gonna be the first pick in the draft, is he? Come on. No, I don't think I so. I mean, a team will fall in love with him and already has and will draft him in the top ten, if not top five. But one, stop it. I'll stand by our Stroud bets to the end. Me too. I have a feeling, though, we'll be ending up at the CLV store with uh, trying to get a uh, stuffed animal or something. I but... don't think – I think we're going to win it. Okay. I really do. I love our bets. Though. How are you going to draft Bryce Young at that size? How about first wide receiver? I, I, I took too long thinking about this bet. You just pulled the trigger on Jackson Smith and Jigba because he is minus money now. Well, before we get that, can we go back to that one that was just posted? Because, again, a little nuanced thing with these markets. Number one pick in the draft, and there's also first quarterback taken. Correct. First quarterback taken is a little bit adjusted because there is that remote possibility. I don't know how remote it is, but however you want to characterize it, that the Bears could still stay there and take a defensive player. And if that's the case, then odds to be the first quarterback taken might be your choice to bet. Bryce Young's minus 185, C.J. Stroud plus 195. Richardson four to one, so just a slight adjustment with Will Levis coming in at fifteen to one. By All way, right, on the fly pro tip. Yeah. It, okay, Gil, is a quarterback going number one? Yes. Okay, so you're just betting. If you're going to bet Bryce Young, you're betting him in that number one market, not the first quarterback mm-hmm. market. Yes. It's twenty cent difference. That's huge. You, any of them, you're betting in the number one market. Right. Yeah, any of those guys. Odds to be the first wide receiver selected. Uh, there's my guy, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, minus 130. What was my number on him? Plus three-something again? I think, yeah, I think yeah. so. It was, yeah. I just think he's the best. Now, we've had a lot of people on here have come on and said it's Quentin Johnston, who's at plus 275. Some people think Jordan Addison's going to be the best pro at plus 550. I contend it is Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh, Jalen Hyatt made the list. I, I don't know what I don't know what, what has happened with Quentin Johnston's like why that moves happen though. So, you know what I mean? Like I understand the move up on Smith and the Jigba a bit, but Quentin Johnson, I think, was even money like this time last week. Yeah. Now I have no thoughts on tight end, but I see Michael yeah, Mayer. Michael Mayer's in there with Dalton Kincaid as the co short shots, both at plus one twenty five. Notre Dame and Utah, respectively. The other one I'll bring up just, you know, again, this is the shop markets, shop different markets within the same shop. If you wanted to eliminate, if you actually had an opinion on this one, Kincaid or or Meyer, um, go and bet the matchup that's offered. uh, Like if you're at DraftKings, go and bet the matchup and take away the possibility of any of these other guys possibly stealing this from you. I would have to, we'd have to bring in like Felica or somebody else because they might have a better idea as to who would. There might be a long shot here to consider. Right. I don't know. First defensive player drafted, though, as we've said. This this is this is sort of stabilized, at least here in the short term. It's going to change between now and the draft for sure. Will Anderson, though, is still the favorite, minus 250. And Jalen Carter remains now ensconced at 4-1. to one. Tyree Wilson, linebacker, Texas Tech, at 5-1. to one. So this, hasn't, this has been the most stable or the most non-moving moving of the bunch. At are this you, point, are you surprised this hasn't swung back a little bit? Yeah, because you and I said with the, with the Carter off the field stuff, like yeah, we minimize it, we shouldn't. But Jalen Carter going all the way to four to one seems like an overreaction. I, that's what I thought too, but yeah. now that it's kind of stabilized there, for I just a week? think people aren't betting it. Okay. Yeah, I, I honestly, yeah. I, I bet that's what it is. I think I'll pro- I'll probably be adding a bit of that small. To my, to my bets. Kelly, I would like you to do a full breakdown of the first offensive lineman drafted market, if you would, sir. 
Oh, sure, you got it. Uh, what you got here is Paris Johnson Jr. He ranges anywhere between 6'3 and 6'7 and uh, 290 and 330 pounds. Real solid left tackle. He's going to stabilize the left side of an offensive line for years to come, probably a decade to come. That's why he's your short shot in this market. And Peters, Peter Skaronsky, basically the same thing, Gil. You just got to figure out who's going to last longer. <laughs> well done. Roderick Jones at three to one from Georgia, also in there, and uh, the only other in single digits. Darnell Wright from Tennessee at plus seven fifty. Everybody else fifty to one or longer. So a big uh, gap there between those four guys and the rest of the field for first offensive lineman drafted. All of these, by the way, available at DraftKings. Uh, here are the bets that I've made so far: C.J. Stroud twice to be drafted first overall, plus six eighty two, then plus three forty. And then Jackson Smith to Jigba. I got a plus three fifty to be the first wide receiver drafted. So uh, feeling good. Feeling good. We'll come back. Adam Burke joins us in studio. College hoops next on a numbers game at Visa, the sports. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am 
where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. Count them, 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call one 8 Hundred gambler. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, and happy to have in studio. Uh, always kind enough to join us towards the end of the week here at the South Point. It's Adam Burke, everybody. The glue, or one of the pieces of glue, along with Wes Reynolds, that holds this whole operation together. Uh, in studio to talk multiple sports. But you are admittedly, by the way, hello, Adam. I don't. Good morning to you. Um, if we're being honest, you're ready for baseball. Well, I'm getting there, but yeah, I'm yeah. ready for. I've come to realize after being in this business for a long time that like seasons just start to bore me. Hmm. And also like the deeper we get into a season, I don't know if it's because the market tightens up or, or maybe it's just a lack of focus, enthusiasm. I don't know. The, the deeper we get into a season, the worse I tend to do with it, which should be the opposite as somebody who uses data as much as I do, because we have all the data points in the world. Oh, interesting. But I don't know. There's just something about it. where like later in the year. I just, I don't know. Maybe I fall on the wrong side of variance or something, but hmm. I get to a point, I get like halfway through a season, I'm ready for something new. I'm, I'm ready for a new challenge. Okay. So baseball season will bring that. Well, let, let me just ask you about baseball before we get any any college basketball thoughts from you, which is all of these rule changes, which are all, and we, we talk about the pitch clock the most, but the bases are bigger. Um, you can only have two disengagements to first base. There's the shift being, being uh, outlawed. All of this is going to promote offense. You think all of this is going to be great for the game, yes? Uh, oh great boy. for the game. I, oh, boy. Look, I, it's going to make the game more exciting and quicker, Yeah, which appeals to a lot of the casual fans. I'm not a casual fan. You're a purist. I, I, I didn't, right. I didn't mind the way that baseball was. I, I, I kind of like the cat and mouse game of holding runners on, stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, we have seen in spring training a lot of things have changed, right? Games are about a half hour quicker which in spring training is a ridiculous number because you get all the pitching changes, it's amazing. lots of offense, stuff yeah. like that. Games are significantly quicker, so that's a big part of it. Also, one of the biggest things we've seen, and this is starting to get a lot of run out there in social media, the batting average on balls in play in on ground balls has skyrocketed. So we're seeing the impact of the post-shift world where more ground balls are going for singles. 
Now, will that translate into runs? Mm. I don't know, but it's going to translate into run scoring opportunities. So, so, th- so this is now not to get too deep in the weeds, but for those of us who have handicapped baseball for years and years, a average pitcher or a, an average BABIP for a pitcher has gone from like 298, 299 most years and was getting down into the low 290s, I believe, in the last year or two. It was like the, 289 last 289, year. which is a seismic shift for those mm-hmm. of us who are super nerds when it comes to handicapping baseball. What you're suggesting is that might not only get back to where it was, but might even clear that. Yeah, it certainly seems like there's a chance that it will. So, again, we, we've seen a big increase in singles. Now, do singles score runs? Depends, right? I mean, we're still in an era where strikeouts are, are pretty much higher than ever. Although this is the first time in, I want to say, over 20 years that the strikeout percentage has decreased in consecutive seasons. So we are seeing more guys put balls in play. And I, you know, I'm a big Guardians fan, as people know. Um, you know, I've seen Josh Bell talking a lot. Like I saw Josh Bell, they did a social media interview with him. And they asked him, you know, what are you most excited about for the season? And he goes that there's no shift anymore. Like, I, I'm going to get a lot more hits this year. So while we've seen a lot of data in terms of, well, you know, this hitter's had 10 hits taken away, this hitter's had 11 hits taken away, the, mind, the mindset and the mentality of a hitter, specifically a pull hitter, will change. So those guys aren't going to shy away from pulling the ball. So we've seen this uptick in singles. We probably will see an uptick in power as we get deeper into the season and the good hitters are playing more. This is going to create more offense, and I think possibly more offense than a lot of analysts realize. I want there to be a Ricky Henderson or a Vince Coleman this year. I want somebody to just decide I'm stealing everything. By the way, it does does occur to me, though, that when you have a talk 20 years from now to Adam Jr., let's say, and he's like, but Dad, why, if there was a shift, like, couldn't they just easily, like, bunt it the other way? Like, what are you going to – it's hilarious to even have, well, son, that's right, but uh, they just couldn't do it. Well, look, I mean, pitchers are throwing harder than ever. The average fastball velocity goes up every single season. That may change this year because of the pitch clock and less recovery time between pitches. We have seen a little very mild decrease in average, in average pitch velocity in spring training. But again, you know, starters aren't going full bore yet and all that kind of thing. But hitting is hard. Hitting is like hard. People just assume, oh, well, there's nobody on the left side of the infield. Just hit it over there. Well, I mean, you know, you've got milliseconds to make your swing decisions. Guys are throwing nastier breaking stuff than ever before. It's just not that easy to do. Plus, they don't tell you in the minor leagues, hey, hit the ball the other way. Like, that's not really they a skill that you practice a whole lot. They don't teach it. It's the, right. that, that's what a ball player told me. He goes, yeah, he goes, it's great, but no one teaches it anymore. Like, right. so none of us. It's like the whole thing. Like, if Shaq really wanted to be good at free throws, he would have shot underhanded. But it's, like, not a cool look. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's sort of equivalent to bunting the other way in baseball or dropping down a butt the other way. Right. Uh, do you have a new uh, any new baseball bet since the last time we spoke to you? Anything added? Well, there is one I'll throw out. And um, when, when this – particular situation happens to me I take a lot of notice so I'm a, I'm a big believer in sabermetrics right as you know as a lot of people out there know if you followed my work I believe in the analytics I believe in smart teams I will generally give smart teams the benefit of the doubt so when I started looking at the Tampa Bay Rays this season who are arguably the smartest team in Major League Baseball and have been for a long time I kind of looked at them and I thought you know what I I don't like this team and this is the first time in a long time that I could say that about the Rays. Wow. I mean, I had them going into the 2020 season. I had them on a World Series future. You know, they obviously got to the World Series in that pandemic-shortened year. But 
like I always believe in this team because I'm like, there's something that they know that we don't. Or Ray, Rays, Giants, Cardinals. Right. The Rays, Those, Giants, yeah. Cardinals, Guardians are another really smart yeah. team. Like, I give these teams the benefit of the doubt. Like, the Orioles, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because they've become really, really intelligent over the last few years. But as smart as the Rays are, I worry a lot about this offense. With, with Wander Franco, I mean, he missed half the year last year. Mm-hmm. He means everything to that team. But on the pitching side, Shane McClanahan was hurt in the second half, had a shoulder impingement. His numbers were awful in the second half. Jeffrey Springs, reliever turned starter, big innings increased last year. Drew Rasmussen, big innings increased last year. Most of their prospects have gotten hurt and had Tommy John. So those are all guys that spend the offseason recovering and all of that. I actually took the Rays under 88 and a half, which was kind of shocking to me just because I believe so much in this team year in and year out. But that's a really high number it is a high for number. a team yeah. that I just don't think is quite as good. The Yankees are obviously already getting abused by injuries, so that's unfortunate for them. But they're maybe the best team in the American League on paper. The Blue Jays are extremely good. And I, I think that Baltimore will be 500 or better again. Boston is a very high-variance team. But I just look at the Rays, and one of the other big things for them, I've talked about this before, not to go too deep, but they're kind of an offensive chameleon. Right at home, they play these low-scoring games. They draw walks. They do things to win three to two, all that. Two years ago, they were actually a top-five team in slugging percentage on the road. Last year, they weren't. They were a bad offense on the road. They need to hit on the road, I think. So I took the Rays under 88 and a half, and like I said, it kind of surprised me to be that down on that team. Ballpark factors and how each team applies to different ballparks, uh, specifically their home ballpark, the uh... – the key to much baseball handicapping. Did I hear an Orioles over in there? Did I, did you sneak that in? I want to do it. I don't know if I can, Yeah. Uh, okay. but I, I really want to do it. I mean, I think this team is going in the right direction. Again, a smart team. When, when teams make these philosophical changes in the front office, I look at them differently. Like I talked about with the white Sox, I think last week on the show, they have a new hitting coach and their assistant hitting coach basically came out and deliberately said, we're not trying to hit singles. They want to hit doubles. They want to hit home runs. I think the White Sox are a team I may have some investment in going into the year. Okay. But these philosophical changes, I think, are things that can really elevate teams. And that's what I look for, and that's what I've written about in some of my team previews over at vston.com. And, or the AL West comes today. AL East and AL Central have already been posted. Your baseball enthusiasm gets me super excited. And, again, Adam Burke writes the greatest previews for baseball, and I would say greatest previews in all of sports betting for anything. And you've been doing it for years. So give appreciate that people need to know that about your stuff. It's really great. You're going to hate me for this on the way out. Did you want to give one college basketball pick today? I actually, I actually haven't even looked at the card yet. Today. Oh my so. goodness. <laughs> All right. There's my answer. All right. Well, we gave it its appropriate time. Then. Right. Exactly. You're, uh, you're ready to go. NIT and CBI coming up. Who's your, give at. me an NIT team oh, that, that might get there, but it'll have the, the motivation to win it. <laughs> we got 10 seconds left. You're going to do that to me now. <laughs> I heard Villanova. I heard it too. I heard Villanova come out of Adam's mouth. too. <laughs> That's what I heard. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. No problem. Adam Burke, everybody. We've done all we can do. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.